when we went back over the, the forms and they read, you know, their, what they had put figure-wise and what their final scores were, the totals and everything, mm-hmm. and people were really looking at each other. And they started to question each other as into, so why why have you scored that so low when we scored that so high sort of thing when we're all in the same team? So it, it really brought dialogue out there, you know, and it made them actually think about things because some people actually said, oh, look, I just put down a number. which means they didn't really participate in it properly. Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Hello, Sandra. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, John. How are you? Very good, thank you. Uh, thank you for um, yeah, coming on the, um, the podcast today. Um, Sandra was one of the people leaders who um, participated in a leadership program that we ran last year. And I think it went for about, was it nine months, something like that, from the very beginning? It was. The end? It was. Yeah, and Sandra yeah. was um, one of the managers who stood out for us and she also used one of the tools that we love, the high-performing team assessment tool. And so Sandra is a customer operations um, manager and she runs a team of customer operations people and we just wanted to yeah get inside her head about the high-performing team assessment tool. So Sandra, what attracted you to want to use the assessment um, I really wanted to find out exactly how all my team felt about the business in general and about any changes that was taking place in the business. I know you can question your team and everything and there's some people that actually sit back and don't say anything but really want to say something. So I felt by using this tool that everybody got the opportunity to put down their own thoughts and how they felt that things had changed or what needed to be changed within the growth process, the accountability and everything within especially customer operations. Right, okay. So how did you actually set it up? How did you administer it? To start off with, we had a a team meeting and I split everybody into three teams. I let them go with whoever else they wanted to within the team. So we had three teams of five people who, as I say, were just chosen at random. Um, I gave them out the high-performing team assessment and I asked them to complete it as a team, um, just to answer the questions honestly and um, what they think as an overall score. And that's where we started from. Great. Because, you know, that's another way of making it a little bit more light, especially mm. if people aren't used to self-rating, is put them in smaller hubs or smaller groups so they can actually Absolutely. So what do, you, what do you think this means or how do you think we actually... Um, yeah, perform as far as that's concerned. So I think that's a really good way of introducing something like that mm. into the team. Okay, so what insights did you get about the team? Well, it was, it was interesting about I really kind of knew beforehand who would probably end up in whose team because right. <laughs> uh, I know the team pretty well. And it was kind of spot on my assessment of who would go with who. And when the scores came back and everything, it was amazing to me because out of 15 people in my team, um, two teams in particular, the ones that scored really high um, in direction, accountability, process, growth, 
-hmm. and then the other team who are quite negative people within that team unfortunately um, scored it within ones and twos Right. Exactly the same question with exactly the same team. <laughs> yeah, and that's the whole thing about perception, is it? You know, mm. like as a manager, you might see that, you know, you're travelling along um, really well, you're giving constructive feedback. However, from someone else's position and perception, that may not be the impact that you're having. So this is why it is important to just check in and see how you can actually bridge that perception gap. And sometimes you're not you know there are going to be um, some people who have the glass half full and that's where you as a people manager you just have to really manage your own energy around that absolutely mm. yeah I mean as I say when we went back over the, the forms and they read you know that what they had put figure wise and what their final scores were the totals and everything and mm -hmm. um, people were really looking at each other and they started to question each other as into so why, why have you scored that so low when we scored that so high sort of thing when we're all in the same team? So it, it really brought dialogue out there, you know, and it made them actually think about things because some people actually said, oh, look, I just put down a number, right. so, which means they didn't really participate in it properly. Right, right, right. And so the team... And, and there was other people, yeah. yeah. Doing there was the other people that really put their heart and soul into it. Mm. And I suppose that's what you mentioned, you know, like it, the, the, it didn't really surprise you the results that you got because you were aware of who was actually rating because some managers may Absolutely. do it completely anonymously. It really do, mm. just does depend on how you yep. want to create a dialogue and what you want to do with it. That's why it's really important to be flexible. Absolutely. I mean, I found that um, I could sit back from that meeting and the, the people in each of the three teams started speaking to each other and they started questioning each other and asking, you know, so why do you feel like that? Because, you know, if you look at the question that was asked and everything, we get all this. So is there not something in it for you? Is that why, you know, you didn't score that high or, or what are we missing? And it was really, really good. I mean, the, the the meeting went on for about two hours. It was only scheduled for an hour, but it was really beneficial for me and the team. Great. So what changes have you made then as a manager since the assessment? Yeah, we took all the scores um, into everybody's consideration. I put this form out again to everybody and I didn't ask them to put names on it or anything this time, just as individuals mm -hmm. and just to send it back to me. And from the very first time we did it, there were some people scored ones and everything. This time doing it anonymously, everybody was in the six and the sevens. And I think that came from the fact that they were able to talk to each other and people that have a positive energy and everything were able to say, do you actually really think this? Because this is actually what does happen in our team. Mm. And we do get a lot and everything like that. You know, So they were able to talk each other round basically. But they saw each other's point of view because some of the people that did score lower, they, they had points. They had their own reasons for scoring like that, mm. you know, but, and everybody took that on board, you know. Um, but when I did it, as I say, um, without names or anything, the scores changed to within six and seven, which was really good for me. But what we did do is go back to the team that had scored the lowest and pick out all the ones that they had scored ones and twos to. Mm -hmm. And then we had another meeting as a team and we had those up on the board and the reasons, you know, why that would happen and what we can do about it as a team and what I can do about it as a manager. How can I make it better for them or how can they make it better for themselves?
So can you give us a concrete example about what change that you made uh, as a manager mm. or what the team did as a result? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the questions was under the process and it was about um, the team has no procedure for resolving conflict. One team scored two, one team scored at a five, and one team scored at a seven. You know, so we took we took we took that one in particular because you can have conflict in the in the team, and then it sort of grows a divide basically, and people start to take sides and everything like that, and you just don't want that for the team. So we talked about that one really in depth, and I had asked them, you know, I said, "What does this mean to you?" You know, when you say. Um, there's no procedures for resolving conflict. What do you mean? Is there no paperwork for it? Is there no documents for it? Or do you think this is just within our team? So they were actually 100% clear and saying, oh, no, this works for us and our team because we do such and such. And so that was the question. And the question was about our team, not about in general. Mm. And they're like, oh, okay, so we're listening to people in other teams. So they were bringing in other people's opinions and sort of, you know, talking about it within my our team, basically. And it started to create a little bit of negativity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, once we actually did talk about it and we put it up on the board and, and they were doing all the writing and everything like that and they were coming up with brainstorming methods and everything, saying, oh, we actually, we do do this, but maybe we can do this better. So they were coming up with ideas and everything, opinions, and saying, oh, well, can we maybe take a vote and everything? So it became a real team effort, basically. So we, we came up with a team charter from that. So we had picked three of the lowest scores. We had worked on them, come to resolution, come to an agreement and everything. And that ended up as being our team charter. Fantastic. And what you've just explained is, you know, like that's one mm. aspect of a, a high-performing team is they become self-organising mm. units and they start to see Absolutely. that way they, they can implement and improve. And one thing mm. that I just want to highlight is that question that you asked is what does that mean to you? So it's such a yep. nice, curious, open question because um, mm. sometimes when we use the question, so why did you say that? Sometimes there is a little bit of a tone of accusation, but when Absolutely. you questions like what does that mean for you so can you explain more about that I'm really interested these are the type of questions that really open the discussion and the high performing team is just a tool to focus the discussion yeah. isn't it to, to move forward yeah, absolutely okay it, it made us a better team yeah great so what did you particularly like was there one aspect about the assessment that you liked I like the whole way it was um, basically set out. I liked all the different direction, interaction, accountability, process, growth, etc. Um, for me, it was split into really good sections and it was easy for people to follow. And I think that's the main thing because people have different learning styles and everything like that, you know, and they don't always read instructions the same way and everything. But everybody was able to participate in this. They were able to give their own opinion. And I think that meant a lot to them because sometimes when you have a team meeting and you're asking, you know, you're asking questions and suggestions and everything, the quieter ones sit back mm. and they're the ones that sometimes have the, the best suggestions, but they don't want to put themselves forward. Mm. Whereas this really helped um, them as individuals, especially when we put it out and um, I put it out to everybody. And then, as I say, they, they wrote things on it as well as the scores and everything, you know, this is what I think and things like that. Again, it was an, it was anonymous, but they were happy to do that, as I say. And once we started looking at all the suggestions and everything, then we sort of voted on, okay, what ones are going to work for us as a team and everything? What's going to really, really work for us and what are we going to stand by? And, you know, I, I just think that tool was such a help. Otherwise, 
that could have been a meeting that went completely wrong. Mm. You know, well, we, they could have yeah. left that meeting. <laughs> yeah, uh, but obviously there was a, a, a reasonable level of trust in you as a people leader that they were able to express yep. that as well. So I think, you know, that's Absolutely. for you as well. Um, the other thing that I just wanted to uh, ask you uh, about that mm -hmm. assessment and you being a manager is that if you were to give anyone a piece of advice a, about this tool or being able to create a high-performing team, what from your yep. experience is really important? I think that from my experience, rather, if you have a team, rather than doing this as 15 people or 10 people, etc., break it down into smaller teams, you know, mix the teams, let them pick who they want to be with and everything, because it really gives you an insight into certain members within your team as well, which then helps in the coaching. Mm. Very good. Now, we've revamped the, the high-performing team assessment and we've included okay. a couple of things. So we've included a question in regards to the people leader. So that would be a question in relation to you around, you know, direction, mm -hmm. renewal and things like that. So if you were to do it again, how would you feel about mm -hmm. being rated by your team? I actually don't, uh, don't have any issue with that at all. I actually send out once every six months. Um, maybe six questions to my team saying, do you know what? What am I doing well, and what can I what can I improve on? Yeah, see, that's that's why you were wanting to stand out, Sandra. You're already doing it. You know, fantastic. Um, okay, yep. well, thank you so much for your time. And um, no what, I, what I really love is that those practical ways in which you implemented the tool. And on our next podcast, we're going to have someone from the team going to talk to us mm -hmm. about their experience, for, so just a different perspective. So that, that'll Perfect. be interesting as well. So thank you, Sandra. Really appreciate it. And um, I'll see no you problem, next Dan. time. Okay, thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe for future episodes so you can continue your own leadership journey. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.